as you know, um, we sometimes have a lot of assumptions in our head and, and what we most want to accomplish in our, in our life is often stopped by assumptions that are limiting or untrue. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. It's Christine, the host of the Startup Student Podcast. Thank you for listening in. If you haven't listened to the first, um, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes of this new series, uh, Reimagining a Positive Startup Company Culture, I invite you to do that before you listen to this episode, because we're uh, referring to things that we mentioned in the previous two episodes. Um, so make sure you do that. Uh, today, we're going to have like a um, thinking environment session, uh, even though it's a short one. And with me is Sevan Murza, and I'm very happy that she's back and I can't wait uh, for this session. Hello, welcome back. Oh, thank you for having me again, Christine. It's a pleasure to be here with you. <laughs> right, like I just said, um, we're gonna, um, we have explained in the previous episode, the 10 components, um, of uh, the thinking environment and how that can make you more creative, how that can make you more productive, uh, put you more at ease and, and really enables you to create an environment to thrive. And um, this is extremely interesting, I found. I took lots of notes and hopefully you did as well. Um, so we thought this week, we're gonna give you a little taste of this. Usually these sessions are longer. Um, however, we are uh, conscious of the time and um, that you probably don't want to listen to a two or three hour session with me. <laughs> um, um, so we, we're going to make sure we keep it uh, short and it's like a taster session. Um, mm. So we can dive right in if you want, Sevan. Right. So just as a preamble, as you know, um, we sometimes have a lot of assumptions in our head. And, and what we most want to accomplish in our, in our life is often stopped by assumptions that are limiting or untrue. So as we mentioned in the, in the previous episodes, the quality of everything we do depends on the quality of the thinking we do first. And so that's what we're going to do now. And, 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 and I'm so pleased that you've accepted to do that, uh, Christine. Um, that it's a thinking environment session, a thinking session that is an opportunity for you to think through maybe more than before as yourself and for yourself on a topic of your choice. Yes, and that's so, exactly what I just wanted to say, uh, just for everyone who's listening, you can really use this for anything. Um, this is just an example that actually is uh, valid for myself. Um, so I'm making use of this, but I think also valid for a lot of uh, listeners. Fantastic. So Christine, what do you want to think about and what are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. So I would like uh, maybe to think about a bit more about um, how I can create a positive um, company culture, let's say, um, not just for myself, but with my remote team. They are not actually employed, 
I, I um, outsourced basically things to freelancers, but on a on a monthly basis they're working with me. So it's like a long term contract uh, we we um, we have, and they um, I see them as part of my team, and I think they uh, do that as well. Um, however, I can appreciate that it's sometimes a bit difficult to create something with a team that is based on freelancers that also have other clients and other projects, um, but they are basically representing me to the outside world because they're dealing with my social media, they're dealing um, with some funnel building email uh, lists and, and things like that. So for me, it's very important they understand me and my business um, well enough to be able to represent it also using the words and and all that and I mean um, coming from the marketing world I did briefings before I start working with them um, where I give them my tone of voice and what I stand for and my personality a bit and insights into certain videos I did so they get used to who I am and how I talk um, however I would like them to be really to really feel that they're part of of what I'm doing as well and not just okay I'm a freelancer and do things so creating this company culture even though we're not basically all employed by one company just colleagues and what more do you think or feel or want to say mm, I feel sometimes also yeah um it's it's also interesting um, how you, how I can give feedback to them, positive or not positive ones, um, which is different than if you have someone that's employed by you or that's a colleague of you, if you're all employed in a company. Um, that's uh, another thing um, because I had situations where I had to give some feedback because I wasn't um, very happy maybe with a specific delivery. Um, then rethinking it and think, okay, maybe I wasn't clear enough in the briefing, but look back and I thought, okay, it was very clear, this was very specific thing. Um, but yeah, that I think belongs in, into that circle. So not just the positive side, but also how do I deliver um, the negative side? Because it's, even though they're freelancers, I could say, okay, you did this one thing, I don't want to work with you anymore uh, and just find someone else. It's not what I want to do because if I, take someone into my team the way I feel that it's they're part of my team and not just an outsourced person um, then I want to help them to understand and grow with me as well and um, yeah make sure they learn uh, what what my expectations are <laughs> and um, how we can work better together yeah so that's that's the other thing not just a positive side and make them part be a part of the team but how can I actually create a positive atmosphere without saying you did something wrong I don't pay the invoice which I would never say but some people do <laughs> and what more Christine do you think or feel or want to say what I said at the beginning as well it's not just uh, that I want that I feel that they're part of the team but I really want them to feel that as well so they they don't feel like they're treated like a freelancer um, and I just started working with one actually like a month ago so there's still a lot of learning going on 
Um, the other one is on maternity leave at the moment and will return soon. <laughs> and I've worked a few months with her um, before she left um, and will come back. But yeah, so how can I maybe ensure, how can I be super clear with when I talk to people, even though I think I'm, I'm a lot of times very clear in things and I try to prepare things in, in a very clear way in briefings, but communication is a, is a whole, whole big world by itself. Um, for me, it always comes down to communication, everything in life. And um, that's also something uh, maybe if, when something didn't go as I wanted or expected, um, is because the other person didn't communicate clearly with me. So that's another thing. I have really high expectation at myself, uh, but also towards others. Um, and I do tell the people as well. <laughs> I, uh, I remember also when I, I did have people employed in another company that I, I was part of, co-founder of, um, I was straight from the beginning, I said, okay, this is what I really, to just be clear, this is, these are my expectations. Um, but I also want you to feel that this is a safe environment and you can talk to me. You don't have to be afraid of me or anything, but if something doesn't go well, I will tell you. And if something doesn't meet the expectations, I will tell you so we can improve together. And uh, mm -hmm. I remember that the team was a bit um, taken aback. <laughs> and my co-founder actually said, oh, well, oh, you, you need to be, they're still young and they still need to grow. It all turned around in the end. Uh, they, they always came to me if there was anything because they knew they can trust me. Siv, can you help me saying what you would love to accomplish by the end of our time together in a few words? Creating a, a bond and a connection with long-term freelancers um, so that we all feel part of a team and to ensure that they're doing their best also, because then it's, I'm not just a client who pays them to do something, but they, they really want to help me to achieve my goals, which I'm sure they want, but uh, you know what I mean. Um, and me uh, knowing how to, to, to navigate that. So Christine, help me again and, and saying this afresh, but in a few words, okay. you would like to. Establishing a close rapport with my team so we can grow together. Okay, so say it again, just to feel it really, mm -hmm. if you want to. You would so like to create, I would like to create an environment and a rapport with my team that enables all parties to grow together. So creating a rapport with our team that enables us to grow together. Yeah. All of us to grow. <laughs> so Christine, what are you assuming that is stopping you from creating that bond with your team? Uh, the time, because also I'm working on a lot of things. Um, I, I also, 
committed to another project that usually is outside of my normal work, let's say, that I wouldn't do because it's uh, not what I do in my core business, but uh, it's taking more time than I said I will be able to do. Uh, but because I'm always so committed to everything I do, uh, I, I invest that time. But that leaves me less time for the core things I, I need to do and want to do for for the rest of my business, um, including working with their team or having more regular catch up or getting to know them better and their strengths um, instead of just, okay, yeah, here's the next thing. Okay, here's the next thing. Let's go. Uh, let's try to do to get this around. I mean, now it's a bit uh, different because also, like I said, uh, my my one um, one person is on maternity leave. She will return I think in, in a month's time. But that meant uh, also I took on everything that she was doing again back uh, and, mm -hmm. and doing that myself, even though she prepared pretty much everything before she left and automated as much as we could. Um, so a lot of times the time, but also I don't know if they would like to have the, achieve that goal that I mentioned, actually. Mm. I have no idea if that's actually, if I just assume that this is uh, what they also want, that's what I would like, but maybe they say, no, well, we you outsource something to me and that's it. I don't need to do other things because I have a million other clients as well, which is okay and fine as well. But I think to, to have this uh, positive, vibe and culture and this rapport uh, will would help i think on all kind of levels and christine what else might you be assuming that is stopping you from creating a bond with a team so like i said on my side the time maybe on their side also the time and assuming maybe they don't want or need this I don't know how I would do that because if, if someone's employed, it's different to have regular meetings and, and things like that. And with one person, I'm alternative, but uh, then no, uh, coming back, of course, we can change that. The other person just starting out um, with uh, different uh, tasks. Um, I, I, did, I don't know what I could establish to have the, this bond more and I don't know if, if they actually because what would be great obviously if they also would know each other <laughs> but uh, maybe also they think that's not necessary because I do this this person is doing that why would we need to talk to each other it's a waste of my time so, Christine what else might you be if anything might you be assuming that is stopping you from creating a bond with your team Maybe with one one of the people as well, uh, because we just started out. I don't. Maybe I don't think I want to invest the time yet. Now that we're talking about it, because I don't know um, if, how long and if we will continue working together. That might be mm -hmm. also something. In I mean, in in general, I I think we will go ahead on a on a long term basis. But because we just started a month ago maybe still the testing phase like I say I, I assume I will, will be working with that person for longer however I probably would want to give it a bit more time before investing into that bond um, just in case 
uh, it doesn't work out and you don't continue working on a long-term basis. So that's mm -hmm. basically me just postponing it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. Because it's not, we never waste the time to understand the person better and to, uh, with the person that you're working, understand what motivates them and how, how, what do they need for me to work better and more efficient. So Christine, what is, what are you assuming that is most stopping you from creating that bond? I think the main point of all the things that I mentioned is probably that I think they, they don't think it's necessary. Mm. I've never asked them, of course. <laughs> Christine, do you think it's, do you think it's true that they might not think it's necessary? Not sure. I don't know because I never asked them. I can just simply ask them and then mm. uh, I know the answer. Yeah. And what might be your reasons for, for thinking this way? Well, in the end, they would get paid for, for spending the time in the meeting. <laughs> That's one thing, uh, which is, is, is uh, okay. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I'm, I've never heard that if someone just outsourced a specific task that they want to create this culture with them, but they think, okay, here's your task and, and do that. I don't know, but that's me assuming as well. But with the people I talk to that outsource, oh, I have a virtual assistant. She's doing like, uh, I don't know, social media scheduling for me. Uh, I never heard that they invest more time to get to know, to know the other person better and, and my, virtual assistant uh, went on maternity leave I, and got her baby. I've sent her little packages uh, with, um, with um, congratulations and like a, a book for new moms or something. I don't remember what it was, but something funny as well and, and things like that. But for me, that, that's normal. Um, and asking how she is in between as well. Uh, even though we, we don't work for, for six months in between, I'm asking, is everything okay? How's it going? Um, but also there, I'm sometimes... Mm, Maybe, I don't know if she wants that because I, I'm a client and why am I asking? It's none of my business. So Christine, we, we are, we are um, at the end of our time together and it, we could go on. It's just a bit of an artificial yeah. uh, uh, session today. But as you can see, there's a lot to dig up still around the assumptions mm -hmm. and um, we can't wrap up yet totally. So I would just, um, I wonder what, what do you think is most valuable for you here? And, and just as we close that, that time that you're thinking about your creating a bond. Um, well, I've learned that a lot are just assumptions by me and I just have to ask a lot of things. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that as soon as um, one is back from maternity leave and as soon as I, I really start on a on a monthly basis with the other person. I will say, okay, look, I want us all to meet as well um, uh, to get to know each other and maybe bounce off some ideas as well um, because I will have uh, strategy meetings uh, with um, one of the people person anyway. So I'm just getting the other person in maybe um, because mm -hmm. even though she's doing specific things for me, she's a very clever and wide thinking person that has a lot of skills that I'm not using anyway. Um, so I know I can learn from both of them a lot as well. So um, maybe mm. just then make sure, okay, let's meet on a monthly basis and uh, 
and see what we can come up with and how things are intertwined. And they are actually also because uh, they, they do separate tasks, but they all lead together, of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was, that was good because I can, I know, okay, first I just have to ask them and then I just have to um, schedule it in. <laughs> Christine, I really want to appreciate your the the rigor and the, the work ethics that you have, and uh, the care as well that you show to your your work partners and the people who who um, collaborate with you. And it's wonderful to see. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed that, uh, uh, and uh, mm -hmm. it's really easy. I mean, it's always the the power of coaching, um, asking those questions. Um, because I've done coaching training as well and stuff now so I, I know how, how that works but unless you you do it from time to time for yourself you don't know how powerful this can actually be um, mm. so thank you thank you for that you're welcome okay um, I think uh, that was the, maybe the, the the session for now to give people a taster also of what you can achieve in such a short time um, so it doesn't always have to be um, three hours, one hour, half an hour, whatever it can be. This was about 15 minutes and we yes. really achieved a lot. But of course, uh, and we talked about this a bit, the bigger the topic, the longer it will take and also more than one session probably. Um, but uh, this is something that we can talk about in the next episode as well. Anything you would yes. like to, to wrap up um, about this session in general before we... Yeah, I think there's uh, we'll, we'll take a bird eyes view of what happens and 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 um, the process and and how you can also replicate that uh, in your company if you want to, you know, enhance your company culture. What's the point of of listening to people and okay. and uh, and and using these ten components of a thinking environment to your you know to to the benefits of everyone? Yeah. And um, what I really liked, uh, the, what you demonstrated as well in the session as well, is also that um, if you're asking the same question more than once, it's opening up more and more and more. So I think this is a, a massive learning for the people that were listening as well. You don't just ask a question once. That is like, they're always open questions. No, it's not advice or anything. It's like an, an open question and someone starts talking. And then you ask the same question again and you start talking. It's the same like if you create a workbook and you put in, okay, write down benefits uh, of the product that you offer. So people write down maybe five, 10, but if you put numbers from one to 100, they have that feeling, okay, I need to fill up 100 benefits, which uh, I usually do with people as well. Um, and, and this is like, okay, and more, and there's more, and there's even more. Um, there's probably even more than 100, it's a bit of a different uh, setting. But, um, I really, I really like that. And I, I like that uh, people can see how that's opening up more and more after a while i think um for for this episode uh, we're, we're done uh, and uh, like we said we're gonna uh, have one more unfortunately just one for now but i'm sure our uh, paths will cross again after this and um to uh talk a bit more about how you can um model that in your company a bit more how, how you work with people the process and so on so that people yeah. can take this on Oh, Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you.
That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.